the miracle that the Lord gave you, uh, healing from breast cancer. When the doctor told me that, that I had cancer when he did the biopsy, he said, yes, it's cancer, go ahead and have a good cry. I said, I'm not going to cry, I'm finna stomp on the devil's head. This is the hour of your harvest. This is the time of your blessing. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Welcome to Miracles Today, and we've got with us Elizabeth. Thank you so much, sweetheart, for joining me on the show. And I want to go right to the miracle that the Lord gave you, uh, healing from breast cancer. Can you tell me about that? Yes. Uh, when I came home in 2001, yeah. as soon as I got here, I've been gone about 10 years. As soon as I got here, I was laying down, and I decided to do a breast exam, and I found it. It was, it was like underneath. So that's why it hadn't been detected before. But God had spoke to me cancer several times and I thought it was Satan, so I rebuked it. Yeah. But then I realized it was the Lord warning me. So I knew that he wanted me to get it out. And I have people still think that I should have waited and I'm going, it's coming out. And, it, and, God, and God blessed me and I got a Christian doctor. We prayed together. And I went through it like that. I did a, a chemo, a whole round and a half. I didn't lose any hair. S some of the people would say, when I would go in in the morning, I would say, good morning. And they would say, oh, how are you? And I said, just great. And they would say, yeah, you always say that. You know, they, they was upset in the <laughs> oncology, you know, chemo, yeah. because I was always positive And I didn't lose any hair or anything. I just totally depended on the Lord. When the doctor told me that, that I had cancer when he did the biopsy. He said, yes, it's cancer, go ahead and have a good cry. I said, I'm not going to cry, I'm finna stomp on the devil's head. Awesome, so, so when, when you actually came to, um, you came to Pensacola, is that correct? Yes, when I came back home. You were saying that you came uh, uh, with just a car and... TV. And Tell me about that. All of my clothes, just packed clothes everywhere, and my TV, and I, I had a beautiful, and I just came home and moved with my sister. I was getting unemployment because I was the manager of a store there uh, in the mall, and the mall just fell, you know. Now, it's, you've always been like a praying woman. Yes, I have. And so when did you meet Dr. Harfouche? I met Dr. Harfouche, uh, I think it was in Orlando the first time I saw you. Really? Yes. Oh. It's been a long time. Goodness. Yes. And so then you decided from there to come to IMI, or? Yeah, well, when I came home, I kept surfing the TV, you know, trying to find something to, you know, kind of help me. Because, you know, I was like getting, only thing I had was unemployment. So I would uh, try to find something that would really penetrate. Because as an evangelist, the word, I need that strong word. Right. And I would get upset. So I finally found you and Doc Hoffush. 
Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And then when I find you, found you, he was preaching, then you were preaching. And I'm going, oh, that is awesome. So I kept saying, I'm going to that church. But traditions sometimes stop you from doing what you should do. So for a long time, I just kept watching you guys. And I would get up in the floor and I would just, you know, be enjoying the Lord. And eventually I decided that I would come and I did. And uh, I was not disappointed when I got here. My faith got stronger. And then, and then you decided to go to Bible school. Yes, I just came to visit and take a look and actually trying to hide out a little because I've been through so much. I had lost my husband in 2003. So uh, I, was just, I just wanted to hide out and just sit, you know, and don't, don't do anything. And in the meantime, I, I decided I'd go to school. So then this one thing just began to fall in place after another. So I just decided that I would join the church. Now tell me about um, how your life changed financially. Oh, it's just, in February, I found out that there was, I was in school here, I found out that there was a, a uh, equity you could get out of your house and our house was declared historical you know so that when made it like triple okay when we bought that house in 1971 it was uh, $13,500 and the value of it right now is like 170000 oh, wow. Yes. So yes. Gigantic. Oh, God. So I pulled out some of the equity. And, but it wouldn't happen, seemed like. Jan, they kept, what are you going to do with that money? Are you going to give it to a church? What are you going to do with it? I said, it's not your business. It's my home. I said, I'm a grown woman. I know how to handle money. If you have some, you know how to handle it. <laughs> so uh, I, I was waiting from February until May. And Doc preached, and in the fifth month, which was May, that, that will, you will get a performance. I pledged $800 to the TV ministry. And that's a lot because you came here with just a car and your yes. clothes and a television. So actually to decide to give money, that's yeah. a lot. Right? Yes, but yeah. in the meantime, I moved back into the home that the enemy had stolen. And then God has blessed me over a hundredfold. And people want me to say he blessed me sevenfold. I'm, I'm going on 200 flow, fold. <laughs> so Doc said in the fifth month, so I, I pledge. And then I'm praying, let that money come, you know, so I can do what I'm supposed to do with it. And I also said, talk to Doc, and I said one night he had me on the Internet, and I said, I can't wait to pay my tithe. So when I got the money, I paid like $3,000 over the tithe. Wow. Yes, I did. My goodness. I said, well, in the future, if something comes up, I'm tied up. <laughs> Praise God. I'll still, I'll still give. Since then, I've given like $100, several times $1,000, and I just keep giving, and God just keep performing. And you came you, from a place of just a car, a television, yes. and, your, and your wardrobe, yes. and then International Miracle Institute, you, 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 you're, you're just getting into the Word. Yes, I, be, I begin to believe the prophet. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I kept listening. 
and I, I still had some doubt after I got all the everything was bad, you know, but I, I still had some doubt. Then one night you came and you preached on doubt. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going, yeah. glory to God, because everything is falling in place and I'm blessed and and I don't ever have to worry about money again, you know. Isn't that awesome? And, and, yes. That and then you so go, awesome. and I'm going like, I'm, I, I begin to hold back a lot. You know, go back into that mentality of poverty or whatever. Mm, yeah. And I begin to hold back. And, but I never was in poverty. It was a mind thing. Because we always had everything we need at my house. You know what? Can I ask you to share with the millions of people that are out there and, you know, you're a, a, a major, mature, beautiful woman of God. And I'd like you to tell them what's on your heart. What, what, can you talk to them for me right now? Yes. Okay. I would like to just say to anyone out there that's listening that you can trust God. Sometime it won't be instantly, but God will work for you if you work for God. It doesn't matter how much you give. You cannot outgive God. He will bring it in. I know because I have experienced it. And breast cancer, God has delivered me. And sometimes when I'm having a struggle with something or people or whatever, I said, I defeated cancer and I will defeat whatever it is because God gave me the power to walk that out and go on. And I thank God today that I'm not just in remission, I'm healed. Mm. By his stripes, I am healed, totally healed. Mm. I know I'm healed. I know I'm healed when I look at myself because when I was trying to do that chemo for a short while, I looked at my, my complexion changed. But as soon as I stopped that chemo and let God finish the work, everything fell in place. And ladies, always check your breasts. And when you check, just make sure that you check underneath. Satan is sneaky. He wants to put it underneath your breast, uh, under your arms or someplace that you won't look. But you do a thorough breast exam and get it out as soon as possible if you don't have the faith or if God did not tell you that you were going to be healed. You need to get it out because that's your life. During that year, at least 10 people in the body of Christ that I was in or more died. But I did not because I obeyed God. And that wasn't at International Removal Institute. <laughs> not no. those people passed away, no. right? No, we that was not at We don't have very many funerals here. No, I, right. That's why I like this place. We don't have funerals here. Praise the Lord. Well, listen, we're going to go to God's prophet <laughs> performance, Dr. Christian Arfouche, and we're going to learn more about how you can have that immediate, suddenly, and go from just a car, a TV, and clothes healed of breast cancer to a prosperous woman who never has to worry the rest of her life. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Here God said, I'm giving you watchmen and they're going to preach it and declare it and proclaim it because I'm through with allowing you to have your corn stolen by your enemies and your wine and your supply robbed from you by defraud, by fraud. So I am raising up 
those that will utilize the power of a word of blessing those that have these spiritual eyes of prophetic vision and they will not only guard you but they will guard your destination and they will declare my promises to me until I establish you as a praise in the earth and you are now living not in a day of week of celebration but you're living in an hour when you will gather it and eat it you will gather it and drink it no longer will you tolerate theft what used to be gone will return this is the hour of your harvest this is the time of your blessing this is the day this is the day that the Lord has made this is the day that the Lord has made my God my God hallelujah hallelujah I see people anointed by the Holy Ghost I see the fire of God coming on your life as your heart your spirit leaps in you to answer the call of God to see him move in your businesses and your marriages in your families and your children some of you that are single in your calling and, and those of you who are here called to ministry I see the hand of God over your life and God said he has sworn by his right hand he will not desist or relent he will not change his plans about you no longer will he allow your corn your bread your provision your supply your blessing your inheritance your portion no longer will he allow what's yours to be taken by your enemy he has declared it and he's raised up an anointing a prophetic end time anointing to help you step into the immediately of almighty god you will not go without you're flowing over get ready you don't have enough room get ready you don't have enough place get ready you don't have enough time to tell hey I know you enjoyed that really, really anointed teaching and preaching by Dr. Christian Harfouche. And, <laughs> and um, Christian, I was, I was um, of course, listening to that amazing teaching. And then I was remembering Elizabeth's testimony at the beginning of the program, her story about how she uh, located breast cancer. Um, and she actually um, did something that, that I would like to have you address. Um, she uh, went to the doctor and she had the um, lump removed, 
But all during the time that she was doing that, she also was praying and believing God. And then when the surgery was over, she was completely and totally perfect. I wanted to ask you about that. As a Christian, can we go to the doctor and pray at the same time? Well, absolutely. I think that God's ultimate design for us is uh, to be in a place where we're not in need of healing. Uh, healing is uh, provided by God in the covenant, and uh, He promises to heal us. And we thank God for doctors, especially uh, doctors who um, are uh, spirit-filled and do understand the power of prayer because had it not been for doctors, many Christians, unfortunately, uh, would be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I believe, though, that as we are exposed to the truth about Jesus' finished work uh, at Calvary, healing in the atonement, yes, did yes. His blood, did the stripes He take on His back provide healing for us? And are we already healed through the power of the stripes on his back? And as we uh, begin to walk this walk, understand that by his stripes you were healed. Understand he forgives all your iniquities. He heals all your diseases. Understand that he is, he says, I am Jehovah Raha, the Lord the, that healeth uh, Rapha, the Lord that the compassionate one, the one that heals you. And so he's not only our shepherd, he's also our healer. He took our infirmities and carried our diseases. This is where uh, we step into the arena of what we call divine healing. It's God's provision, but it's not God's best. We see God's best manifested in the life of the uh, children of Israel when they partook of the Passover while they were leaving the land of bondage. And the Bible said there was not one weak or sickly one or feeble one among them. From the children to the most elderly, they were all walking in divine health because of the Old Testament Passover. Um, that's called divine health. So we have divine healing and we have divine health. But there is absolutely no condemnation for the child of God who is having real symptoms, if their faith is not yet cultivated through the Word of God or if their background has not prepared them uh, to walk a life of divine health, should symptoms of any value be, be serious enough, the child of God is not under condemnation to go see a doctor. But again, the doctors will tell us they're not healers. They cannot heal. So really the doctor will help you, but ultimately prayer will be also a supernatural help in the administration of that doctor's services to you as well as in your ability to receive God's help. So often we hear of these miraculous um, miracles where a child of God has had either a surgery or a medical procedure that also was accompanied by the power of God and their recovery 
was so miraculous and supernatural and it was a permanent healing remedy rather than just a surgery followed up by um, uh, you know a time of struggling and suffering and so the key is that God's Word will give you the faith to receive healing and be healthy well you know um, Christian I think that a lot of people and you know myself included um, as you're learning to walk according to the Word of God, you struggle with, well, I'm having a symptom, yes. but God said in Isaiah, by you know His stripes, we were healed 2,000 yeah. years ago. But that's the kind of knowledge you see that International Miracle Institute offers. It yes. offers a balanced knowledge of the Word of God so that whether you are working with a doctor in prayer or whether you're believing God for a divine miracle. Uh, International Miracle Institute will help you either way. But as a Christian, we need to understand God and all of the things that God has already provided in His yes. promises in, in, the, in the Word. And so healing, divine health, uh, uh, prayer, all of those things are addressed and taught in International Miracle Institute. And so I'm encouraging you right now to pick up that phone and become one of the 400,000 healed miracle workers. Yes. So call us right now and we'll see you next time for more happy endings and new beginnings. <laughs>